It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Just like the Carlos Correa deal to the San Francisco Giants, baseball is dead. And just like the Arson Judge deal, may it rest in peace. Oh, man, Stevie Cohen. Uncle Stevie! You son of a bitch! This guy... He this gets it done, Dallas. This is everything we wanted. Everything we needed in the game of baseball. In the sport it of baseball. Is. The baseball Truly. said, you know what? If these, owners don't, if these owners don't want to give you Mark Cuban, we will no. give you Uncle Stevie Cohen. Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen, this is from Sports Illustrated's Tom Verducci. This came out today, recording on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Steve Cohen has signed nine free agents this winter at a cost of $806 million. According to Baseball Prospectus, the Mets payroll for 2023 is $384.3 million, which incurs a luxury tax hit of 111.6 million. Steve Cohen, oh, Steve Cohen oh. will pay more in taxes next season than All seven right. teams are paying in payroll. And no need there's zero fucking need to name those names. You can just stop there. But that is 
That is a strong, strong statement. I don't, I don't know. What, what's, what, uh, Blackhawks? Let's go Blackhawks, right? That's what that... Nope. There's... That is astonishing. But you know what? This is what... <laughs> That's a third what, of the league. Oh, for sure. But Jared, this is like, like not even... We're not... Look, this isn't super deep baseball. So this is just zoom out and think about life in general. All right? Like board games, video games... Like, you got endless lives in video games, really, because you got a reset button. So you try a bunch of crazy shit. You just do a bunch of crazy shit. You're having fun because ah, it's a game, right? And then, sure, maybe when you start getting paid for it, you're banking millies because you're a baller in Rocket League and whatnot. Well, okay, you're probably not just screwing around as much. You're probably not making these big, huge gambles that you know won't pay off because you're there for the payoff, ultimately. And that's what Steve Cohen is here for, the payoff. But what's the payoff? The payoff is championships. So while he is operating from a place of passion, from a place of love, he's also operating from a place uh, place of strength, which is extremely deep financial resources. So he's able to play the game and not have to play it through a lens of, is this fiscally responsible? Are we doing everything I should be financially to make money? He's saying, you know what? We could lose on this return here. It might not be what we want because anything short of a World Series is kind of what Steve Cohen is telling you he's after, right? But this is the kind of shit that you want to see happen. You want to see somebody come in and disrupt the status quo because until Uncle Stevie showed up, there was really only one quote unquote empire that was willing or had ever shown the willingness to overspend or quote unquote purchase championships. Well, now you got Uncle Stevie rolling up the sleeves saying, buddy, I'm absolutely here for that too. Love me some baseball. Love me some World Series rings. Would like to put one on. What do we got to do? Double, double teams, payrolls. Just with my luxury tax, fucking done. It's just money. I'll make more. Like, that's a hell of a place to be coming from. And that's where he's coming from. And so when you see somebody that's got that kind of power, you want him to behave this way, right? And I, I get it. Like, you're like, so, hey, look, if you could do something about world hunger and shit, like, that'd be great, too. Like, we got some things we could check I out. I don't care about, about that. You know? I don't care about that. You're right. I, I think yeah, for, for, for the questions that people are asking shown, right now. Fuck them kids. All right. The, for the people, for the question of is Steve Cohen good for baseball? Yes or no? Yes. And yes. what it boils Hard down yes. to. Loud yes. What it boils down to is. Is Steve Cohen ruining baseball because he's spending all this money and now it's the evil empire 2.0 where he's going to have this ridiculous payroll and he's buying championships and the Mets are now evil or is it and this is the correct answer, just a little spoiler. The correct answer would be Steve Cohen is essentially exposing all the other owners in Major League Baseball as these penny-pinching billionaires who absolutely can afford to, to pay the players what they're actually worth and have these payrolls where you do hit the luxury tax threshold and maybe you have to pay a penalty and you say, fuck it, we're trying to win a championship. That's essentially what, what Steve Cohen, and I'm, I'll pull up the exact quote. 
because it, it was uh, very much big dick energy as it pertains to Steve Cohen's uh, outlook. Uh, here it is. Steve Cohen on why he was willing to try for Correa and run his payroll to $375 million and tax to $100 million. Quote, I've been dealing with big numbers for so long. These numbers don't scare me at all. <laughs> and that's exactly that's the fucking that that right there that is that says essentially what my what i tweeted earlier today about steve cohen and basically how things how things went like how the conversation went when they're talking about being able to sign steve cohen right the the giant i said giants well Looks like a red flag popped up. We're just not going to be able to commit for 13 years at that price. And what's Uncle Stevie's response? Uh, hey, you cool if we Fuck just it. take like a year off that deal that you had in place? And uh, if so, cool. Let me check my couch cushions for that change. I think we can cover that. Like, it's yeah. not. He's got that in his fucking ashtray, Jared. So it's not a yeah, like. He, and so, so to your, to the your motherfucker was on a beach in Hawaii being like, yeah, I, um, you, you, Carlos Correa. You, you want to know what? It, sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. you know, what he was like is he was oh, like, he's available again. Oh, Carlos, Carlos, yeah, yeah. We could um. Oh, well, we already have Francisco Lindor at shortstop. Uh, will this Carlos guy will he play third base for us? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, we can do three hundred million. Hmm. Sure. Three fifteen. Yeah, we'll bump it up to three fifteen. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, well, he was he was Joseph. caught in between <laughs> whether or not he wanted to buy the island chain just north of the island he was setting on or he wanted a shortstop that day. He was like, I just, I'm going to do some rough, na- some, some rough napkin math here. Looks like we landed yeah. on Correa. We'll talk about the chain tomorrow at, at lunch. Yeah. Joseph, where, where do you land on uh, Steve Cohen being good or bad for baseball? Uh, um, yeah. In order for it to be bad for if the Mets were like winning world series. Every year, no one could beat it. They went undefeated this year. They I don't see how you could make that argument. You know, his not- presence, just this behavior, because you've never seen. We don't see this kind of behavior. Like seriously, we don't usually have since- ever criminals owning teams, racketeering in major league. Well, that's been happening for a long time. Well, add it to the list. Not at this level. This is obviously his crime, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is sure. What was the quote you just said? He's used like that was a. He's been dealing he's with been dealing big with numbers big- his whole life. What's another one, basically? Yeah, money's not real. That's the Sam Bankman Free. That's F- this is FTX and MLB <laughs> all over again. This is oh scam. no. Oh it no! Are you scam. saying the, the way that the way, I mean? My first question. Another- oh, Joey. I'm saying the Mets. My are first question out with Steve Cohen and his spending, spending next week. Finance but like if, if if you look at it on the surface, like how even if the Mets win the World Series, is it still possible for him to turn a profit on a four hundred million dollar payroll plus a hundred million in luxury tax penalties? Like, can he turn a profit on a championship season? This was what I was going to say to your point about him exposing other ownerships. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's not exposing anything. If you're understanding that the reason that teams choose not to hit these tax thresholds is because that starts to cut in very obviously 
to their bottom line, right? So you're trying to operate within certain margins where you can maximize your profit. And if you're doing that, you're not signing X, Y, and Z to certain contracts, lengthwise, AAV-wise, you know that you have to operate in these certain zones and have X amount on this tier, X amount on this tier, so on and so forth. So it's not a matter of exposing. What what he's doing is what we love is these folks and a majority of the ownership groups are operating in a space where they want to maximize profit and win. They found their sweet spot when it comes to those two things. Steve Cohen's sweet spot between maximizing profit and wanting to win looks very, very, very different. So he is quite, quite literally willing to wear it on the chin, walk away with very little in terms of profitability. He wants the ring. And that he's buying, but like, it's not a bad thing aroused Jared. Yeah. Like it's not a bad thing to be an owner. That just fucking wants to win so bad that it's and and I get that not every owner is going to be this way. A majority, what, if not what, most, hey, other owners are not going to look at this and be like, "I am going all in to to get a ring, this, no matter what the fuck it tastes. I'll think, I'll, I'll take a loss to get a ring. Like th- think, like that's think, just think, not happening." Think about this. Uh, aside from the profitability aspect of it, um, owners getting angry at Steve Cohen about this would be tantamount to guys being angry that Nolan Ryan was blowing a hundred the way he was like not wanting him to do that. Like, look, man, you've exposed the idea that you're just that much fucking better when it comes to this thing that you can do than we are. As far as like us being able to, you know, put the bat on the, like, can you not like that? Ah. But do you, that, well, I, I know what we want of, to have happen. Really. Like, like what we want to have happen here is other owners are like, fuck, like now we have to spend more because this guy's spending more like this is this is the Leroy it's, Jenkins video. That's all it is. Steve Cohen is the Leroy Jenkins guy <laughs> and he's running in there and all the other guys are looking around and be like, ah, oh, God damn it, dude. Like, I, I don't know it's, that other owners will follow suit just because he Leroy Jenkins did. It's not spin more. It's make less. Jake, Jake there's, and there's, Joe have no idea what Leroy Jenkins is. And that's fucking. Do you know, Joe? Uh, it's, yeah, I know. You do? Yeah, it's a video. It's it's a fucking War what? of the Warcraft, man. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure it's one of like it's uh, like an OG born, internet. Born at video. night wasn't born last night, buddy. <coughs> all right, just making sure. To be fair to Steve Cohen, we're talking Steve Cohen. The guy's worth, I think, like two times more than any other owner. So under that logic, he can take well, twice as much risk. Well, so yeah, that's why I said like far it's out of bounds. I think the most limitation seventeen point five billion. That's pretty good. So, Steve Cohen has sure. paid more in fines to the SEC than he has on payroll this offseason. <laughs> oh, so, oh, that's Joe <laughs> coming with the numeros. See, like that matters. Like that that's might a, not be true. That okay? So, so we can't. We're, uh, so that I, I definitely can't co-sign to that non-fact. Um. But what I would like to say is, if that were true, but he should. that would show that would reflect even more his willingness to really get the job done, whatever he's looking to achieve. Like he's driving the point home, you know. And like, that is again, that's if, that's roughly seventeen percent of his net worth just on free agents this offseason. 
Like he's no, it's seventeen percent of your net worth is a lot. Like yeah, he has oh, seventeen point yeah, five billion dollars, but he spent eight hundred and six million. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's great. I love that. I like who doesn't love that? Look, that's no, clearly- I, I, I love it. I I do love it. I just don't think that it's going to inspire other owners to be like. We no. got to step it the fuck up. No. <laughs> like this, no. this is not no. going to be that way. Uh, like, are they going to like, is Steve Cohen's spending going to somewhere down the line, introduce like the Cohen tax where it's like, now we get a tax. You already have. Well, that's, there that's is what, one. That, that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the whole point. They've already introduced the Cohen tax. That's a real thing that exists. And yeah. he, like, like that's the whole point is these other owners were like, okay, they've, they've set this invisible bar and we're not going to, mm-hmm. we don't want to flirt with that. And not unless there's a talent that becomes available that we're willing to invest in to that degree. Are we even entertaining flirting with that invisible barrier? And Cohen's like, buddy, invisible barriers don't exist. You fucking create them. Got it. You show them. You just, that's what he did. He, he, he was like, hold on, guys, Major League Baseball, I just want to let you know what I'm willing to spend here. Let me show you. And he opened up his wallet. He's willing to get just a little, whoop, just a little peek. And Major League Baseball was like, all right, fuck. Uh, like, we got to start setting boundaries here. Like, if you're spending this, we got to take some. Like, we just can't let you. You ha- you're, Where does that money go, printing. by the way? Someone asked if it gets divvied up with, like, the, the poor teams, like the Oakland A's or something like that. For sure. Where does that $111 million go? There you go. There you go. All part of like Rev it share. goes to what like all the part, bottom half or the bottom all, third. All part of Rev share. I don't know exactly right off the top, but it's it's part of revenue sharing. Jesus, we gotta we gotta find that out. We can't fucking call passing. Who would know? All the people like passing can't come on because uh, he, I think he's with a competitive a competing gambling company, and Evan Drellick would probably know. He's like a business a baseball guy, but we haven't spoken in three years. Yeah. Who else Siri. would know? <laughs> Just pull Siri the CBA, dude. Let's spend the next two hours going through the CBA line by line. I mean, it's fucking Wednesday. People would love. I got that. a bottle of Burby and a little Smoke Johnson. I'm fucking down to drown. Who's like a national writer that we could call right now? Who the fuck? I don't know. I mean, look. The bottom line is, Steve Cohen is more than willing to wear the tax. Way more tax than you're willing to spend to be competitive. Like that's it that's doesn't even sound like it was here. a consideration. He was just like 111 million. That's, oh, no, it's that's all right. Yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah start on done. Fine, done. Correct. Done. Like he he has a payroll of a hundred plus or teams that don't have a payroll of a hundred plus million dollars, and Steve Cohen is walking around with a tax of north of a hundred million dollars. That's the difference in the game that he's playing or he's choosing to play. That's the difference. What other teams are three hundred and eighty five million dollar payroll with a tax of call it one hundred and twelve million. And I mean, pretty good. That's not that's that's not even a knock. That's That's not even a knock on the teams. That, that don't that's roughly like, roughly the money that he's committed to the 2023 New York Mets. 
$500 million. <laughs> half a bill. Half a bill he just dropped on the 2023 New York Mets. You know, you know what that... Like, does that well, put you know an unnecessary says, amount of pressure on the team? Like, if you're that team, <laughs> you're like, we're the half a billion dollar fucking Mets. We, like, if we don't win... No. then we're going to be a fucking laughing stock in this league no. because of how much money was invested into this club. If we don't win, no, like no, 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 I feel like it's, I, I it's, it's catch 20, it's catch 22 because obviously you want an owner that's like, fuck it. I'm spending everything I got on this team. But then if you're the players, you're like, Oh God damn it. Like now we can't lose. How are we going to no, lose? You, look at this. Look at this roster. Because it's, it's obvious that he has gone out and tried to acquire the best possible available players. And he's just said, you know what? These are the guys that I need that I, and these are the guys that I'd like. These are the guys that are available. They all happen to check a lot of the same boxes in terms of highly paid, star caliber, elite talent. But we all know that that doesn't necessarily mean that things click. That doesn't guarantee you a championship, not in the game of baseball. It's just that simple. It's that simple because you don't know what's coming. You can assemble what you feel is the greatest group of possible free agents and core combine those. And you just don't know how that's going to shake out at the end. And that could be part chemistry. That could be part health. That could be part performance. It is a combination of all of those at the end of the day. We know that. And so that's why it's a roll of the dice. He's willing to spend this amount of money over this amount of years to give his team this good of a shot, talent-wise, year in, year out. He's buying a window. And that's what you hope to cultivate as an organization is a window. You draft talent. You hope to grow them. You hope to put them in positions and identify what they do well to help your big league club over the first six, seven years. And then you go from there. As as a fan of not one but two teams in the NL East that are big, not big the New York guy. Mets, huge Philly guy. Um, how does this stuff make you feel? Because like I, I didn't even really consider that. Like I think baseball fans get excited. Um, like obviously, if you're a Mets fan, you're very excited going from the Will Ponds to Steve Cohen. Uh, from from. Like the Mets are not really a threat to me. I don't even really have a fucking baseball team. So it's interesting. It's fascinating for me to watch. But as a fan of two different teams in the NL East that are not the New York Mets, how, like, through what lens are you watching this play out? Like, you woke up this morning to breaking news that Carlos Correa is not a San Francisco Giant. He is a New York Met. Like, how, like, what does, what does your thought process, like, take me through that? Honest, as a Braves fan, knowing that you can go toe-to-toe to them, it's more of, I think, my perspective, it got me hyped for, like, the season. Just because it's going to be a war. Oh, shit. And we've yeah. seen it before. Fire me up, Joe. Because the Mets, I mean, let's not forget, they spent more than anyone last season, too. And they had the mm-hmm. division in their grasps. Tell them. And when they fucking choked it, they tripped and slipped on their own tail. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a sweet, sweet feeling. You feel this, that way even after losing Dansby? Oh, because he got Yeah. Uh, we're going to miss Dansby, man. We saw it coming yeah. from a mile away. 
We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, I want you to. I want you to have time to to lay your boy to rest. <clears throat> uh, so got, correct. I mean, there's bloating. a lot of narrative. We got some bloating to do there. There's a lot of narratives. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot narratives, narratives going around with this meth. I mean, listen. I don't know who's the doctor over here for the Mets. I mean, accepting all these guys that got medical issues, x-rays coming back weird. That, that so, the, so this I don't deal know fell I was, through because of an ankle injury from 2014. 2014. That's the medical issue that torpedoed Carlos Correa's contract with the San Francisco Giants. And I'm going to pull this up. Same article. Same article from Tom Verducci, Sports Illustrated. Direct quote. Having arrived the previous day, Carlos Correa woke up in San Francisco on Tuesday and dressed to impress for his 11 a.m. Pacific introductory news conference as the new shortstop of the Giants. The news conference never happened. By late in the evening, Correa was the third baseman for the Mets. That's how fucking close this thing got. He woke up the morning of Tuesday morning in San Francisco dressed and ready to go for the press conference had his bow that's tie how on, close dude. this got to the finish line that reminds me jo- of J- the joe madden <laughs> mohawk type shit mm. he was dressed <laughs> ready to go he had the yeah. uber coming. only 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 joe madden didn't have 315 million dollars waiting for him on the other mm. side of this was well, this yeah. fishy or is it you really think that team like it, it could was this the that was the report pulling strings like yeah he's injured is this an inside trade? Because some Mets fans are being the, like, "It's not. It's bullshit. He's not injured. He wanted to go to the Mets." Blah blah blah. No, I don't. I mean, the the as the story goes, or at least what I've read uh, about, like the details of what ha- what actually went down, <clears throat> the uh, Giants saw something in the medicals that they didn't like, and the report was that it was something with his ankle, which was an injury that predates his major league debut. So it had nothing to do with the back or whatever. Like the injuries that he's actually had as a big leaguer had nothing to do with that. It was it had to do with his ankle and they were mulling it over. And then Boris went back to the Giants and was like, hey, we need an answer by 1 p.m. And if you can't give us an answer, then I'm taking him back to the market. And the Giants were like, OK, we agree to these terms. Like, we'll, we'll let you know by one. Then they reached out once again by like 1 p.m. said, hey, are you going to agree to the terms of our agreement. And they said, no. And they said, okay, fine. And then Boris picked up the phone, called Steve Cohen. He was on a beach in Hawaii. And he was like, hey, you still interested in Carlos Correa? And he's like, yeah. Uh, how about how about 300 million? All right, sounds great. Boom, done. He's a Met. Like that's so my, my according question to is, these the reports, Mets, that's how it went seen, down. Had the Mets seen his ankle? Well, no. So it's. I mean, it's not. It's not official until they also they got, they got do to see the. the uh, Holy yeah, shit, they've got to conduct a physical, <laughs> so they'll see whatever the Giants saw. I guess there is a remote possibility that, that Carlos Correa to the Mets could also fall through, but I don't know what could possibly. I mean, Dallas, you would probably know better than us. If there's an injury from 2014, mm-hmm. and it's and we're talking about a position player. Like, you know, I think if it were an elbow concern or a shoulder concern, like a labrum tear where it's like it tore a little bit and it tore in 2014. So you're thinking, oh, 2023, that thing's going to rip all the way at some point. You're, you're going to have hesitations about a, a 13 year contract or a 10 plus year contract. 
But if it's an ankle injury from 2014 and we're in 2023 almost and he's never had any issue with the ankle, is that really something that should have torpedoed this deal? Or do you think the Giants... That, that This is the other theory that we haven't thrown out there. The theory that the Giants saw the blowback from the fans being like, mm-hmm. you're going to give this guy 13 fucking years. Like we were almost going to get Aaron Judge and now you're pivoting to Carlos Correa and you're going to give him all that money for on a 13-year deal. I think if there is some sort of like, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, unspoken shenanigans going on, I don't think it's the Mets. I don't think it's Carlos Correa trying to wiggle out. I don't think it's the Mets trying to finagle their way in. I think it's the Giants that would have been like, oh, we just kind of saw a decent amount of blowback from our fans. And like, this is the largest contract in franchise history. And we're going to introduce this guy and they're going to be pissed about it. Like, okay, all right. No, we saw the ankle. Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. We don't like that. Jared, it's called called buyer's remorse. And you as a recent home buyer, let's say you... We're awfully comfy in your home, which I'm, well, I I know you're getting there. Um, But let's say you come to find out that I had not already only been in your home, but I knew your Wi-Fi password. And let's say I've been logging in into each and every room in that house. You might Uh think twice about getting comfy in those rooms you might think twice about like you might be like you know what i'm i think it would be the the comparison would be if i if i like if i agreed if i put in an offer on the house and then i brought my family and like my friends if i was married and brought my wife there and everyone was like this place fucking sucks then i'd be like oh (laughs) then i would find a way to back out on the deal yeah well ultimately you just don't have to buy but yes that's now, see, because we know what has happened with the Angels, don't we? Ownership, there's going to be a transition, right? Um, you think the Giants about, want to pivot to Shohei? If, if you have an opportunity to make the push for a star and you miss out on... A guy like Judge, who had the local ties and blah, 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 had all that going for them. They were just up against the juggernaut that is Yankee legacy. Whether you like that or not, just be honest with yourself and know that your legacy as a giant, if you're Aaron Judge, after spending the time he has in New York, is not what it is as a lifelong Yankee. Nobody is disagreeing with that. So from there, we haven't had that star. Not, I mean, Buster, and I don't want to say since Buster because it's not like that was 15 years ago, but there were gaps between that, right? And it was a great run, 10, 12, 14. Beautiful. Love the whole even year story. Like it was, it was great. But you gotta, you gotta make a move. And when you have the opportunity to like kind of pan out and think about, all right, not aging shortstop, but when this deal is all said and done, this is what the deal looks like. This is how old he's going to be playing this position. Sure. You could pivot DH, blah, 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 blah. Um, but maybe upon further review, they're like, you know what? We've got the opportunity right here, right now. If we want to make this our red flag, then fucking so be it. Are we all in on Shohei? 
are we all in? Like, do we have the confidence that whatever happens with ownership in Anaheim, they're not going to secure their guy? Are we confident in that being the case? If so, let's pull those chips back. Let's do the unthinkable at the casino and pull those chips back. You, and- you think that this is Shohei motivated? How high are you right now? <laughs> I don't, why not? Why, why can't it be? That's such um, a bad strategy, you think- bro. If he, no, because Shohei's he's only going to go to a like, team who knows he's going to be a competitor. Well, hey, like, if you're a team that's like, we're going to well, get Giants rid of all The Giants could be a competitor, but like, the Giants wouldn't, like, the Giants knew about Shohei being up at the end of the year and the Angels' ownership situation before they tried to sign Carlos Correa. So I don't think that they had some sort of epiphany after I'm he just putting accepted the fucking their offer. Hat on, man. Like, I don't want, like, it's, it's, <clears throat> we know, we know we, it's, you do it a lot. Sometimes it hits. Sometimes you make sense. This time doesn't make sense. Hey, no one bats well, why, a thousand. Why doesn't okay? it make sense? Why doesn't it make sense? They why need a fucking it, star. Because they haven't had that guy. They need a fucking organizational pillar, Jerry. Why they just watched would they pivot after the making him they an offer? It doesn't make any funny. sense. I just I'm not saying that why. they won't be in the they'll be they'll be in the Shohei sweepstakes. I agree with you, but they didn't really? back maybe, out of a of a, an accepted contract offer because of Shohei. They had all the same maybe, information no, beforehand. I, I, I'm not saying it's <clears> like, <throat> oh, you know what? The light bulb just went on. Shohei is the reason show is the motivational. Fa- but maybe they had this and, and not maybe I know that organizations have these things like, look, if this is the flag, if like if we're talking body part. Like, we got to consider age, what that projects. Those algorithms are ran. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, and I'm, and and that's not to say, like, oh, you know what? They have it set where if it's a lower body injury, ankle, blah, blah. But we're talking about, I posed this question, and I, I said, let's say your team has three gold glove defenders. Where do you place them? Who are your gold glovers? And you guys, I'm a strong proponent of being strong up the middle. Catcher, shortstop, center field, like it's that's that's just tough to beat. It, it it really is. There's a lot of nuance to that because at the Oakland Coliseum specifically, you've got two corner spots, you know, blah, 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 blah. What I'm getting at is you need somebody that is going to be somebody that you can depend on. Who is Shohei? He's the guy who gives you an opportunity to look at him offensively and on the mound either way. But it's not just him personally motivated. It could be a matter of thinking, you know what? If this is our threshold and we, we got a light going off, we got a bell going off. Let's see how, I, I don't know, are we in a... Because was Correa a fit in that clubhouse? Was Correa the guy that they want shaping Didn't that Didn't sound like it. In Minnesota? I mean... He fit. I don't think he was a fit in Minnesota. No, he fit great. Look, it, it, as far as fit goes, like there's a there, you can show up, have the work ethic, have those leadership qualities, but maybe not everybody's on board. And then you can show up and have everybody willing to take a bullet for you. You know, I've never shared a clubhouse with Carlos Correa. I know guys. I have. have. <laughs> I have. And uh, it sucked. It sucked. Fucking Colin McHugh was in there. A pussy. Um, he's a sorry, you asked to go on his podcast. Now. He's a good guy. No, I never. Yeah. I would never. Uh, I think one of the more understated narratives 
in all of this is the Giants signed Carlos Correa, or at least the announcement comes out. And I think the next day is when we find, find out about Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. And then the day after, Dansby Swanson to the Cubs. So, yeah, they were... I don't know that they would have pivoted to Dansby. I don't know that that's something that they would have done. But they were still in on Rodon. And, and you know, no offense to Sean Manaya. I mean, I love the guy. And, you know, the talent's definitely there. But signing Sean Manaya is not no, the same the, splash uh, that bringing back Carlos Rodon would have been. No. Yeah, he did. Uh, no. But so so now it's like uh, you just allocated over three hundred million dollars to Carlos Correa, and then found out that you're not getting Carlos Correa, and then the next best ways to spend that money, they're gone. They're gone during the time that you think you have Correa, and by the time you know that you don't have Correa, there are no longer options to pay. So I I think that is a a massive like not ending up with Correa is a massive miss. But then also because you were locked into Correa, missing out on Rodon and potentially Dansby. Again, I don't know that they were even in on him at all. That kind of always felt like uh, the Cubs it's, were the it's move. Conversations but that you, it's look like whispers. They could have paid Rodon. About you being interested in Aaron Judge as strongly as you were and being interested in Correa or like needing start. Like everybody knows you missed Judge. So now you have to pivot to what is deemed the most valuable player left. <laughs> and so Which would be Rodon or Dansby? No, I'm, t- I'm talking about with Correa. Oh. Because they, they, they go yeah. to Correa. They pivot to Correa. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's because Dansby, gone, right? Uh-huh. Rodon, gone. Yeah. So the dominoes uh-huh. are falling. and. That's allowed other teams to have these conversations. That's allowed these other relationships to cultivate because you're not putting all your eggs in these baskets, but you're putting, you're investing a lot in these two areas, right? Hmm. Yeah, I feel bad for Giants fans. Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, what a what a roller well, coaster of an offseason! Didn't you just say they all hated Correa and that's the reason why they gave him up? Why do you feel bad for them? This is what they wanted. Well, uh, well, I. You had a John Heyman tweet saying Aaron Judge to San Francisco. So Mm -hmm. Judge was a done deal. I mean, that was put out on Twitter by one of the the core national uh, reporters. And then that doesn't happen. Then you have Carlos Correa as a nice little consolation prize. And I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to say it was overwhelmingly in the boat of we don't want him or we're concerned about the contract. It what there was a divide. Like I was getting tweets from oh, Giants yes. fans being like, oh, uh, like you know, explain to these idiots how like this isn't a bad contract, or like talk these people off the ledge. Like some some Giants fans definitely felt good about it and they were excited, and then some Giants fans were like, he's not Aaron Judge, that's, and this is a lot of money buddy, that's for all, a dude that's not out there the every homies, day. All the homies back home, all my homies, each and every one of my except for one, one other dude, Uncle Chuck, uh, they're all. Giants fans. They're all Giants fans. Were they out on the idea? The majority of them not into it. Some of them very passionately saying what I was saying, which is you don't have a star and you want somebody to make a move. This is the okay. So they made this move. They missed out on 
Aaron Judge, you weren't able to woo him with the local tugging of the heartstrings. And so you got to pivot. You got to make a fucking move. But by the time you're in that yeah. spot, other people have made a move. So what are you going to do now? And if you're this organization who has had this certain, I don't want to say standard of culture, like Correa doesn't, uh, like Correa doesn't reach that or he, like he can't achieve that. Um, but there's like it or not taint that comes along with that. And fans <clears throat> just don't forget that <laughs> as much as we might move on from that. Fans, fans don't, and they'll tell you that they pay to be able to hate somebody. They pay to be able to spew that vitriol, and that's what they do. So when you have the Madison what do you like the most about the, the taint? What's that? What do you like most about the taint? Is that it's close, Jared. It's really close. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's right there, the taint. Yeah. Like some fans right. can still smell the taint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah. what gets, that's what gets them riled up. Is right. You get a you get a you get a waft of that taint, Jared, and mm-hmm. that can really spin happens. your day. That puts you in the spin cycle. No doubt. Get, at, at a, get you ravenous. Mm-hmm. And that's what and and we've we've seen that fans have smelled too the taint many times when the Astros come into town, or maybe they come into town yeah. and smell the taint, and it's. <laughs> It gets aggressive. There's no other yeah, way to put it. It really like, does. I, you know, I mm-hmm. hate to be derogatory, but yeah. when you see fans that haven't been able to get a waft of the taint, finally get that first waft of the taint when it comes to Astros fans or Astros players, mm-hmm. that they, I mean, yeah. it's such a tired story, but it's, it is what it is. That's funny that the, I didn't even realize that yeah, the Giants, their last franchise mega star was also, was Barry Bonds. They pivoted to another cheater. Whoa! What like free agency? You mean? Whoa! I, mean, I guess oh, mega fuck. star. I mean, I, I don't want to. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't well, say I mean, mega. Posey. Buster Posey was the Tim Tim Lincecum. Pivot to the cheater. Tim Lincecum was the cheater. Yeah, Tim Lincecum didn't cheat. Brian Wilson. Buster Brian Posey. Wilson walked red carpets. Yeah, those were stars. Brian Wilson. Those were big stars. Do you think he would answer Dallas if we called him right now? No. i don't know dude i feel like i feel like uh he he'll answer i don't know that he would answer a phone call from me but he answers when i text him sometimes i have i'm actually the last in our text exchange he texted me last i don't know what we're talking about the last thing i don't know our last conversation was about hand jobs sure I'm some gonna tell things, you right now. Some things stay private. You're you're probably not having that same conversation today. Yeah, not today. Not today. Not today. That's too bad. You tell me yeah. that Brian Wilson doesn't <laughs> even a- smoke anymore, dude. He betrayed well, I mean, you. I can't confirm or deny this, that that was a thing in the first place. He yeah, became a know. square. Wow, oh, dude, that's so not chill. Yeah. <laughs> Un. Un- that chill. is not fucking Un- chill. chill. Not as, as chill as these, I mean, these Giants fans, speaking of chill. Not as chill as a blue moon oh, on, on the, during the holiday season. On a tee. On a yeah. fucking tee. The NL East is over. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> baby. Oh, shit. Uh, I think by the time this podcast comes out, 
on Nesson 360. I did an episode going to the Blue Moon Brewery in Denver, Colorado with Mike Timlin to uh, tour both breweries. Uh, you know the Sandlot Brewery. In ballpark? You wear that? Yes, it is. I was there. I was there. I was in there tasting all the beers. One of the most hard-o moments in my life. Uh, they were telling me about they do these like competitions where you they give you like a big ass mug of beer and you have to probably hold it a, out like this. Just a pint. If you look at the size of your hands, it's probably just a pint. But go on. No, it was it was it was like twenty four ounces of beer, maybe more, and you have to hold it out like this, and and then eventually everyone went, oh my shoulder. I was like. Dude, I can do this. And then I started balancing on one leg. And then I had a beer in my left hand. So I was drinking a beer <laughs> with my left hand, balancing on one leg and still holding the beer out with my right arm. And I was like, I can literally do this. This is embarrassing. Like, we're going to waste so much time. Like, I'm just never going to like wh- when I stop, it's because I chose to not because I couldn't continue. Uh, so I did that inside the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Uh, the baseball season's over. It's over, but you can, but you can still feel that ballpark nostalgia with Blue Moon. In fact, Blue oh. Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Told Blue you. Moon's one of a kind beer experience isn't just for baseball uh, season; it's also perfect for the holiday season, which is this weekend, Jake. Right? Yep, this weekend. Would Would you ask for Christmas, Jake? <clears throat> Um, I already didn't get it, so I don't want to talk about it. It's not, it's That's not fair. Christmas. Oh, 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 or are you talking? You talking about free? Or, oh, that's stop fun. it, stop. Oh. It's bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual, and authentic ballpark roots will make your holidays unique and flavorful. I will be bringing a whole case of Blue Moons to Christmas uh, this weekend. We're supposed to get a big storm Friday. Oh, but it's going to be rain. It's going to be rain. It's going to be rain. You can't rain out Christmas. You can definitely have like a blizzard that inconveniences you on Christmas, but I believe it's supposed to be rain. So we'll knock on wood and hope that it stays rain. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. I got to see the mm. coriander. Did you just smell it? Did you get waft? Yeah. Did you get a big waft of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I, uh, I still don't really know what coriander is, but I saw it. <laughs> Come on. I got to see herb. the whole. Yeah. Coriander, there was a the coriander layer. Um, Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one of a kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you, yes, you, you can enjoy it all season long, all holiday season. Enter for a chance to win an exclusive Blue Moon paper shoot camera to immortalize those unforgettable holiday moments. Make your holidays brighter than ever with Blue Moon. Get Blue Moon delivered and enter to win an exclusive paper shoot camera at get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ale, no purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of... 50 USDC 21 plus only begins 11 1 2022 and ends 12-31-2022. Includes four entry periods for rules. Visit bluemoonholiday.com. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <clears throat> um, okay, ad-free the rest of the show. Ad-free the rest of the show. We're, we're locked in. Uh, on the Carlos Correa extravaganza, the things that happened uh, in the past 24 hours, what, what part of the story sticks out to you the most? Is it Steve Cohen uh, spending as much as he has with the luxury tax penalties? Is it the fact that the deal fell through? Is it the fact that Carlos Correa... Like, this got so close to the finish line that Carlos Correa was dressed and ready to go for his San Francisco Giants press conference. Uh, was it the fact that uh, the the San Francisco Giants have now missed on Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, Carlos Rodon, and I guess you can throw Dansby in there, although I don't think that that's very fair. Because we... By the way, I didn't get to say it yet. We have opened the voicemail lines for San Francisco Giants fans. They asked mm. for it. I, I Again, this is one of those things where this is by request of the fan base. I feel like if I were loud. to just... It was loud. Yeah, it was loud. It was loud. I didn't want to... I feel like it, I didn't want to exploit the fan base for being like, hey, call us because we want to hear you your, your freakouts. But you get enough tweets from fans from certain fan bases and we have no choice but to open up the line. So Jake opened up the voicemail lines, but I just wanted to get you guys' uh, opinions, your takes here. What was the element of the Carlos Correa um, saga that stood out to you the most? Like what is, what is the big takeaway from all of this? Well, I don't, I don't want to speak for, for, and when I say like, I'm, I'm a fan, but I, yeah, I work in baseball work for a team. So I, I would want to hear, I want to hear Joe's response first. I mean, it's got to be the ankle because that's, that's where things so, get interesting. little fishy. That right there is where I was going to start, Joe, is I, I would say from a fan perspective, I want to know how this injury holds one team up but allows another team to make this decision. And again, they're going to have to go through this same process. So let's say things work out. Cohen signs off on it. We're all good. That's the ultimate answer. So I was going to say that as well, but Joey, please continue. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the, the ankle, I don't think we got a, the full story on the ankle and people have kind of been glossing over it. It's all about Steve Cohen. How could he, he's so rich. Mets are overpowered. But the ankle just seems weird. Like, why? Like, how do you agree to that much money in the first place? And they don't even know, or they don't figure that out until it's the guy already has his suit on. Like, how does it get to the last second? He's already in San Francisco before right. they even look at an X-ray. Mm -hmm. When did the X-ray take place? Well, when he like got there, if if they, if if that's the case, it makes it feel like somebody dropped the ball along the way. Like, did a doctor not get to it in time? Saw it? Was it a 
eleventh hour decision by the front office to say we molded over and it came down to the wire and you know we just didn't feel like we could make that commitment based on what we saw and we were going to need to revisit things and by the time we got that opportunity he had already had another offer in place fielded it committed to it and we were out of the equation like all within a matter of minutes which you know could be what 30 minutes an hour who knows but that that's that's a i i think honestly if you're looking at it from a business perspective that's where your mind goes initially is what happened here how how does it get to that point like because he was fucking dressed ready to go be a giant <laughs> yeah. and he had lunch and he was a met yes he had lunch man he had lunch fucking meal they probably paid for it too <laughs> the giants man probably paid for it and they lied they said yeah ankle's great yeah, we love your ankle. He's been doing. There's str- nothing. You have the cutest little ankle. I just but, hope but he seriously, doing like, the when stretches. does when does that ha- what ha- what happened? What happened? Something. There's got to be some scumbag. There's a scumbag in the mix. Somebody fucked Jake, up. Jake, book Scott Boris. Get him on. I want to <laughs> talk. We've we've had him a couple of times. We've had Scott Boris on Tw- twice, three times, twice, twice. twice. We just yeah, I yeah, we talked to him a lot. Yeah, we need to get Scott back on. I'm just going to ask him point blank. We need the doctors. We Let's need get the a, doctors. Doctor Jake, on. can you get the doctors too? Let's do it like a group therapy yeah, well, podcast all, with Scott Boris, Carl Scrae. And we all know that team doctors are notoriously open and honest, so yes. it shouldn't be an yep. issue there. Listen, I bet Sam And Carlos Correa wants to come doctors. on the podcast, so I mean, I feel <laughs> like it won't get it, be an issue to, to get him on. We, could, we should test out his ankle. Get him in the <clears> studio. Get him out in Boston. Just sit him through a cone drill. Just have him do a, yeah. a, agility drills. Just work, we work the ladder a little, you know, do some BOSU stabilization. Mm. And we'll be the judge of that. I need an X-ray. Yeah, sure. They should make all this um, shit public. I just, I, I, I hate, like, honestly, from a player perspective, and again, fans, you can hate, blah, 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 Correa, fuck him, yeah, okay, whatever. Jared hates him, I get it. <laughs> As a player, like. I don't hate him, I, I forgave him. $300 million for, and then and then it's gone. Like, And I can't believe that you think, so am I just never going to make money again playing this game? Am I done? Like, I don't believe that that is a thought that went through his head, but that's no, got to be jarring. That's got to be a jarring feeling to have this deal in place and then get a phone call where Scott is telling you, hey, look, um, so things are not going to go through with San Francisco, all right? But we are pivoting, and I think we've got action here. We talked about well, keep in mind before. Keep in this mind, is, this, is, this, is not, this was not Carlos Correa's first free agent destination. So the Minnesota Twins got the same medicals, and we're like, here's whatever deal he got. So there would have been another team out there that would have paid him. Like I don't think that people would have been like, "What the fuck is up with this dude's?" Well, to to Joey's point, this is from 2014, so this isn't something recent that teams haven't had access to. Should they get to a point where there's a potential transaction, so there's not a 
surprise here. It's just a matter of how impactful you see this being. Yeah. That's that's really well then no that matter. makes me that makes me suspicious that is it the ankle? Cuz I didn't hear it was an ankle until Jared said it. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I didn't hear that either. What is that in? Who That's in the article? That's um Let's see. It is in <clears throat> The issue at hand, sources told Alex, was Carlos Correa's ankle slash leg injury he suffered in 2014. Alex being, uh, he covers Alex the Giants Pavlovich. for NBC Sports. Yeah. Yep. Alex Pavlovich. Yeah. There was a difference of opinion over the results of Carlos's physical examination. After waiting years to make a splash in free agency, the Giants backed away at the last second. Yeah. Yeah, that's, man. That's tough. Yeah. I'm going to oh, see man. if I can get more information. Get... Well, I was going to say, I was going to say I could call Alex. Uh, but while Correa missed time early in his MLB career with a back injury, multiple league sources said yeah. the Giants had concerns about an ankle injury he suffered while in the minor leagues. In 2014, when he was nine, he was a 19-year-old prospect with the Houston Astros. Correa injured his leg on a slide into third base in a high A game. The Astros later announced that he underwent surgery on a on a fractured right fibula and a ligament. It's not unusual for old injuries to concern teams during physicals, but it's rare that de- deals aren't completed because of something seen during testing, and it's unprecedented for a deal of this magnitude to be shut down. The Giants have already scheduled a press conference and advertised tickets using Correa's image, saw enough that they felt the need to hit the pause button. Correa's team yeah, quick, uh, quick... Yeah, they had him on the fucking the season ticket brochure. Uh, Correa's team moved quickly after the Giants raised concerns, and by the end of the day Tuesday, he reportedly had a 12-year, $315 million contract with the Mets. While that deal is pending a physical... Mets owner Steve Cohen has been so open about it publicly that the team is unlikely to hit any bumps in the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's from an, from an again, injury and A ball. Hey, hey, the Mets were fine with it, or he's he's saying the Twins are fine with it. We're fine with it. Keep it moving. There, there's something sketch going on there with the Giants, and I don't well, know that we'll what, ever get the the truth on that Maybe, but hey if, if this you believe in is an injury back, from 2014 then if you there's in no way back, like now, now what you start to watch if you if you do if you got the tinfoil hat on again now what you start to watch is like the look if shohei otani becomes available and the giants <laughs> are as are as serious of a player for him as they were for Judge. Segoy. <laughs> if they if they weren't as serious about it, then you got to scratch your head because because everybody knows that you got the money now, right? 
Well, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, I've had an ankle myself, man, and I, you know, I busted it up on the slopes about a year ago. And I tell you what, man, like these things, these these ankles, they they like, you're on it all day. So you heard mm-hmm. in 2014, okay, you fix it up. You know, what I'm saying you wear and tear. Has he been doing his stretches? If they did an X-ray this week, maybe they saw some progress. Hey, maybe I mean, maybe. Maybe they're seeing, hey, you know what? The shift is gone. He's going to have to get back to covering a lot more ground. Uh, this ankle. Uh, a lot of years, a lot of mm. years to play shortstop. A lot of years a to play shortstop with no help, with no shifting. Like, how, many, how many 36-year-old shortstops you see in the league right now? Look around. Not, not, not since Jeets when he was winning gold gloves at the age of 39. Oh, it doesn't G- happen G- every day. They might say, like, look, they got Elvis mm-hmm. Andrews out there, free agent. Why not take him? Jose Iglesias still out there? These are Stop options. Stopgap. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at it now, there's, there's, there's a power. There's a, what is, it, what is the word I'm looking for? The, the Giants, they're looking for that star player. They mm-hmm. didn't get mm-hmm. it. So no. there's a what's it called? There's a hole and there's an opportunity in the Bay Area, the NorCal, to really seize the market right now. And I'm looking at the Oakland A's, and I'm thinking, I mean, buddy, we're, hey, we're Ramon Laureano, laying the laser, laying in the weeds. I mean, that's, that's the only like <laughs> recognizable player that you guys have left, right? Dude, they just got Doolittle back, right? Oh, I didn't see that. No, no, they didn't get Doolittle back. They got the oh, other okay. one, right, Dustin May. Not yet, <laughs> Mr. May. They the didn't Mets. get Dustin May. I don't know. The f- <laughs> not Dustin May. What the fuck, man? Trevor? Trevor. Trevor May. Yeah. Dude, franchise player. Trevor May. Highest, highest paid player. Trevor May. No. A one-year piece to go to the Oakland A's. That's you big. That is bit. Why did he do that, by the way? Why did he choose? You, like, there had to have been another team that was interested in signing him. Why would he go I'm to the sure, Oakland Because what it is, is it's an opportunity to take over a role that proves uh-huh. your. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself stretching to explain no, this. No, no, no. This is, this is, this is simple. It's very it's real. simple. It's an okay. easy answer. Okay. Tell You're me. Tell me. To tell prove me. that you're responsible enough to take care of these high leverage situations oh. and teams. Well, I mean, look, look, this is just being honest. If you know you're in a rebuild mode or a retooling mode, however you see it, uh-huh. if yep. you're the A's, you know that veterans eventually probably end up becoming somebody that can bring you younger players, younger potential. And if you're Trevor May, and I'm not speaking for him, but when you think about his representation, trying Trevor to May maximize will be a his opportunity, by fucking July seventeenth. So then you don't 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 ask the question. You know why? What the what the fuck are we doing here? You're making me do jumping. So Trevor you know May I can do jumping jacks. Don't make me do jumping jacks. Tre- Trevor May is signed with the Oakland A's because they don't have anyone else, so he can be false, in high leverage false. situations, stand out. But and we got, then ultimately, we got a few guys down there that are not afraid to fucking take the ball in the ninth inning and just spin the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. Throw a fastball here yep. and there. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys, a lot of young guys goal, baby. who are tickling the top of the fucking list when it comes to appearances, rookie, leading rookies in yeah. appearances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look out for the A's so, this year. No, Not a lot of people just, are talking about it. Nah, no, that's my take. Are. That's my take. Right now. Not a lot of people are my talking take about is, it. My take is we are. Yeah, we are. This, that's, this podcast right now is we're talking about the A's as being a potential threat. We're just we're we're t- I'm telling you what veteran uh-huh. presence does. Stabilizes oh, what is going to be the strength of the team, Jared. Fuck yeah. Need a veteran and, and the other thing too, Dallas. The other thing too, yeah. Dallas. It's got to be still made. two months. There's still two months left in the offseason. Like, we don't know but that the A's aren't going to go out there and make a huge splash. You think we're done cooking? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. Yeah. yeah the don't Oakland sleep. A's never rest. Don't sleep. The Oakland A's never rest. So, you know what? You know what That's sucks is when work. you're mean hey. about the Red Sox and then I just retaliate by being mean about the uh, A's and A's fans uh, don't get what I'm doing. So they get mad at me. Uh, and I'm like, bro, I'm not, I don't actually, I don't actually have anything against the A's. I just need to hurt Dallas's feelings. They don't no, get it. And I was, you know what, speaking of, speaking of the Red Sox, you're, I was actually at no, the I didn't want, today. I didn't want to, yeah. No, 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 we're not, I'm not going to, sorry, this is a Dodger story. Right. Oh, okay, there go ahead. A, yeah. Yeah, there was a, there's a store in the mall <clears throat> called uh, uh, the Mo- Dodgers. Mookie Betts. The Dodgers yeah. Clubhouse. And I was, I was going to uh-huh. swing by. Because I figured uh-huh. JD, Mookie, yeah. like I could, you know, I'd be mm-hmm. able to, hey, but it wasn't, I was, I was duped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was duped. It wasn't yeah. the Dodgers clubhouse. JD, Mookie, not there. So, I, but I was going to take a picture yeah. and send it to you. Uh, Thanks. I was going to tweet it. We were going to, we were supposed to do a Christmas special for the name redacted pod this week. Uh, there's going to be nothing jolly about that episode. I have a lot of things that I have tough, to say about that. That's, Man, that's a tough look. It's it's. I'm sorry. T- I, I, I need to keep beating I, I the same old drum, but yeah, don't do it. Don't like do what's it. happening is I've told just, you like, hey, like you're in quicksand, and I'm like, dude, don't fight it. Don't fight it. And the whole time you're like, by don't, the way, it's, what? quicksand don't, is not how it is in the movies. By the way, did you know that? Don't fight it. Yeah. It is. What do you mean? Yeah. Qu- no. It, no, it's not. Quicksand is not how it is in the movies. If like you're not gonna sink like you're not gonna drown in quicksand like you'll yeah, probably you just it'll go up to like your belt and then you just who told you this yeah uh they proved it's it on you will <laughs> who, who proved it <laughs> fucking they did a test science who's they you don't believe in fucking, science you tell me you don't uh, believe in science yeah what you don't believe in science that's weird no yeah myth how many busters. people die in quicksand i'm gonna google it right now how many how many people I'm gonna say ten, ten a year for sure. Quicksand, quicksand a year. Well, what, a are year. You, what are your guesses, Joe? Uh, what are your guesses? And people who die a year. I mean, with the advanced technology we have today, probably about twenty-five a year. I'm gonna say at least ten. <laughs> but we got it. Really, should be counting animals because they count. No, I mean animals are people too, but we can't count them. As far like it's just a strictly Homo erectus. Okay. How many people die worldwide on a yearly yep. basis because of quicksand? The answer? Mm-hmm. None. That oh, is. What? No, I don't believe that. Nobody dies by being sucked down into quicksand because quicksand doesn't work that way. 
its density yes. is higher than your body's, <laughs> so you could only sink so far. Quicksand swallowing you up only happens in uh, old Hollywood movies. That's hilarious. I've seen, you, I've seen multiple people get died. I've seen multiple well, people die. Joey, don't don't buy into Jared reading anything. That was just him making that statement. That was he didn't read I, anything. Dude, you guys just learned something today from me, no. and now you're you're no. lashing out because you thought you knew, but now you know because I told you. So Joey confirmed we are correct. I've seen people die, man. On quicksand. <laughs> I've seen people die. <laughs> Joey is caught in quicksand? quick bodies. I, I saw. I didn't help because it's shit sketchy. Just like the movies. I mean, you don't want no, to get drug in. Do. Like, is that, is that, that's where you just kind of got to, oh man, such a dilemma. It's like, better, is, better do you stick around? Like, are you, like, do you stick around? I don't want to, like, I'm going to be How honest. mad are you guys that you're wrong? How mad are you guys? If, oh, we're not, no, we're, we're not wrong. We're absolutely right. Here's my question <laughs> though. Here's what I'm going to find out a lot about you guys right now. All right. If okay. I, if I am in quicksand, uh-huh. Jake, if I am in quicksand, are you trying to like get a stick? I'm not asking you to get your foot in there because I know, because clearly I know where that leads, right? So I, I couldn't consciously ask you to, to stick your foot in there, but like a fucking stick. Are you like, asking me if I would save you if you're in quicksand? No, no, would I risk no, my listen, life to save you? Would you, would you okay. make that effort or would you like walk away? Knowing, like, I can't watch this. Like, he's gonna, and I, I gotta, I gotta go. Like, I can't do the eye contact thing. Like the time, the whole Titanic. Like, oh, don't fucking Dallas, don't go. Like, like I can't do that. Like, so do you? Do you throw me a fucking a log, a branch? Like, do you cut a, do you cut a weeping willow down to try to lend me a lend me a limb, or are you gone? Because you're like, I mean. Man, it sounds like I could walk right in there and just grab you because no, it's really no big deal. <laughs> That's the little, what I would do. I FaceTime Jared and sure. look at this, you fucking bitch. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. You said it wouldn't happen. Look at what's happening. I read it online. It says right here. It's not like the movies. You can't die in quicksand. I don't know why you guys are, are so mad All about right, the so fact Joe, that you can survive so, if this were to happen. So Joey's FaceTiming you, Jared, and telling you to, to mm-hmm. fuck off. Because I'm dying. Yeah, while, like, while you're dying. He's dying yeah. while I'm dying. And I'm like, Joe. And he's like, yeah. no, no, I'm proving a point here. Like, you remember him <laughs> yeah. telling us that this mm-hmm. couldn't happen, right? Well, and, and Dallas, <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're, you know, you're the fucking martyr here, pal. That's how it's going to go. So you're, yeah, so you Joe's have to die to sorry. prove this point. Yeah. Yeah. You Joey's cannot survive if we really want to prove the point. Right. Just, yeah. Jo- Joey, the kid that was definitely burying cats up to their necks and running them over with lawnmowers. <laughs> definitely Joey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a crazy so, accusation so jared man. despite all of the logging in despite <clears throat> multiple meals uh with with sweet ellen is are you are you lending a limb or are you just walking away i would just walk right up to you and pick you up like a little baby and then carry you back to land <laughs> you, you fucking you both are delusional. Jake, Jake, when Jake I, said it, he it's sounded crazy that you think Jake sounded super strong, like he was just trudging through the sand and was gonna fucking nab me up. I was super confident, in Jake. Like you, I don't feel like you're slugging through that stuff. I feel like the lack it of depends on what kind of sneakers I'm wearing. All right. 
I'd, I'd take your- my sneakers off first and then I would just walk up to you. It's like, it's like you're literally saying, what, what if I'm drowning in the, in the kiddie pool? Would you come save me? I'd be like, you can save yourself, dude. Stand up. All right. I, well, you're wrong. And Joey and I know you're wrong, but it's good to know where I stand. No. Jake, if we could try and track down like a quicksand expert to come on the podcast Survival? next week, I would be, it'd be very into that. Who could, like, who would be the person that we could ask about this? Who would know? Who's, yeah, has anybody ever survived like a quicksand incident? Everyone. <laughs> no, not one person has died no, from quicksand. Nobody. Not that's, one. that's the thing, Jared. That's why the interview is going to be impossible to track down. No survivors. No, I mean, like, there's, we, we need to talk to a quicksand survivor. And then they're just going to be like, yeah, no, it wasn't like nothing really happened. <laughs> is it like an avalanche? They tell you to like swim laterally, you know? And just hopefully you kind of. Uh, no, you just fucking get up. <laughs> Quicksand does exist, but it is very rare. It is often used as a way to scare kids from trespassing. Should you truly encounter it, treat it as a, a, a vicious water. Quicksand is water slowly flowing through sand or fine clay that would be dry enough to dance on in a drought. Kick your feet slowly, raise your body to the surface, floating on your back. Do the backstroke slowly until you have firm ground. Oh, so it's not just get up. They want you to be fucking flipper. They want you to turn into a fucking orca and breach quicksand. Just all the way up this body. I mean, that's a. See, you're not just stepping up out of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous information to just say it live on the air to a big audience. Yeah, I can't kill you. Just go in there. Yeah, yeah, dope. For, for the folks, yeah, listen, please do not just venture into quicksand. It's not like there's no lifeguard on duty. Don't do that. Unless you feel like you're part orca. Tough stuff. Mm-hmm. How about some how about some voicemails from San Francisco Giants fans? Please. I need it. I I need to hear their pain. I want their pain to be heard, I should say. Because I'm, I'm not against mm-hmm. them. I'm not against them. As much as they think I'm against them, I'm That's not against not them. That's not true. That's not true at all. It's, it's true. 100% true. <laughs> Jake? Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sport. Fuck it. Shoot me in the dick and cut my legs off. Roll me out into a fucking field somewhere under an oak tree. Oh, Give me a shotgun and something fucking do myself in. Fuck oh, this God. team. Oh, I mean, what did he say? Did he? Did he say? Did he? Did he say shoot me in the dick and cut my legs off? That's that's what he said. Shoot me in the dick and cut my legs off. <laughs> that's what he said. That's what he, that's a lot of dismemberment, man. That's a he planned on still being alive after that. No, he was like, "Yeah, yeah shoot me in the there, dick and cut my but, legs off, then roll me out in a field with a shotgun and blow my brains out." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he wasn't hanging around for long, metaphorically, and <laughs> yeah, that, that's unfortunate. It's he wanted to wear it for a bit, though. Yeah, no, he 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 felt all the pain <laughs> for sure, all the pain. Mm-hmm. And again, Jared, this is 
very reflective of what a large portion of my friends this is how they feel like die hard die hard i'm talking giant tattoos like sfg like for sure golden gate tattoos like bay all day like yes okay jake hey so i just want to really just describe how i'm feeling <laughs> please do i i want to i currently want to put my head in a jar of pickle juice and drown myself in it. I just don't understand why Arson Judge had to go and and then Correa too. And I just don't see any reason to live at this point. I, I wish we could go back to the uh, three out of five World Series titles. And that energy of surrounding those years, but I look for it. It seems like it's going to be a while. And uh, I think I'm just going to go commit suicide now. See ya. <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's strong. Bastard. It's aggressive. We obviously don't need anybody unaliving un- themselves, but I mean, again, again, echoing echoing what many fans feel. And I know it's not just the lack of the players. They starting, they're starting to take shots and take aim at the front office, which you understand. I get, I mean, not to, not to bring my team into this, Oh, but no, you're more than willing. The giants just had a 107 win season. And then they had guys like there's turnover. Everyone saw that coming, Jared. Like, Stop it. Everyone saw that. There's, but there's turnover there. Like, you know, I feel like with the, the San Francisco Giants, it's not like it's not like they had like Buster Posey in his prime walk to the St. Louis Cardinals or something like that. It just I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not saying that they don't have a right to be upset with the way that this particular offseason is gone. I'm more talking about the lack of faith in the front office. Right, and that's the one thing about the Giants' success that season. 107 franchise record. Like Nobody, nobody saw that coming. A lot and of people you did. were treated... You just didn't want to believe it. You didn't buy in on it. Yeah, you were treated to a beautiful exit from Buster. And yeah. Crawford, and like not not an exit from Crawford. I'm but- not mad at the front office. I mean, no. maybe I want to know the whole truth on the fucking ankle. I, I hate to keep going True. back to the ankle. It's not. It's not. It's not the San Francisco Giants front office fault that Aaron Judge played them to leverage more money out of the New York Yankees. That's not your front office's fault. Uh, and with the Carlos Correa thing, maybe they did kind of cave to the fan. I don't want to say backlash because I don't think it was like that, but I think that there was a little bit of like, you know, I think that they wanted the reaction to be like, fuck yeah, let's go. We're back to try. And it was, it was more like, Oh, I don't know. Like what, what the hell are we doing? Is this really what we should be doing with this money? Like, you know, it was more like that. And maybe they just caved to that. Like they wanted <laughs> more of a universal approval. It does sound crazy, but what other explanation could there possibly be? Uh, he had a swollen ankle, man. His ankle sucks. 
You sure you never you never hurt your ankle like me. You don't get it. That's true, dude. And then if you don't stretch it properly, like this kind of stuff can happen. And if you're gonna sign mm-hmm. a guy for a long time, you want a good ankle. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like especially a shortstop. It's tough. It's uh the heartbreak comes from not having a replacement <laughs> because the Giants fans have been treated to multiple like organizational pillars, right? Yeah. Multiple. That's what they're about. They're about For sure. That's a good and, point. They and they they're an organization that has guys and they keep guys. And they don't have one for the future. They all know that Crawford's clock is ticking, right? Like they all know and everybody understands that. So they're looking towards the future. You're not a Bart guy? Well, I Bart is not because Bart has been up, been down, tried to figure some. He's things got big out. shoes to fill as well. Oh, those shoes! He's buddy. He's trying to l- literally fill the shoes of an owner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they're coming after. <laughs> yeah, he Buster Posey blame. owns the team now. We can blame him. Yeah, they're not pulling the trigger. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That'd be Joe. That's true. Start firing those fucking arrows, right? Why not now? Because mm-hmm. he, like you know, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm the Giants' best player ever. I, you know, we can't have <laughs> another star come in and be cool. Is, is this, is this Joey's tinfoil, uh, tinfoil hat theory? Buster Posey railroaded the Correa deal because he didn't want to see another guy come in and step in and and be that because guy. Because in 2010, yeah, he's like, I just can't. I can't see that happening. Yeah. You Did the Giants it. go through the Phillies in 2010? All roads lead through Philly, brother. No way. No way the Giants no. can beat the Phillies. No, I mean, the Phillies, huh. there's no way. There's, there's no way the Giants can beat the Phillies. <laughs> At the bank? <laughs> no, dude. At the bank. Yeah. So, Giants fans, hang in there, man. Hang in there. Mm. It's tough. Next one? Like, uh, I don't know. What, I mean, th- there's whispers now, like the pivot to Michael Conforto. Now, what's interesting oh, is, guess who Michael Conforto's agent is? Scott Morris. Uh, Scott Morris. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they did. The Giants did go through Philly to get to the World Series. I forgot about that NLCS entirely. But That would be funny if they, they didn't get Correa because of injury <clears throat> concerns and they just scooped up. Oh, you know what? The king of guess the who they concerns. Dallas? Guess who they beat before they beat the Phillies? Get uh, what are you talking about? Mets. The 2010 postseason. Uh huh. Who did the Who did the San Francisco the San Francisco Giants beat the Philadelphia Phillies, one of Joe's teams, to get to the World Series? Who did they beat to get to the NLCS? <laughs> Couldn't have been the Braves. Impossible. It was the Braves. Couldn't be them. <clears throat> Never happened. I'm trying to think of who was on the yep. team. Brooks Conrad was on the team. Yeah, I was gonna say Chip was that was that the uh is that the fly ball? Uh no. That was the yeah, the pop fly Brooks Conrad. He made three right. errors. <coughs> Brooksy Brooksy's a teammate team. of mine. Love me some Brooks Conrad. Yeah, Love man. me some Brooks Conrad. He had a, he had a tough series in the field. The two thousand ten clincher in Arlington, Texas, between the San Francisco Giants and the Texas Rangers, Dallas. We we were in the we were in the same building that night together. We were. 
You know what's funny about mm-hmm. Bruce Conrad in that game? Now we're going back that's to it. Some funny knowledge. He made he made three errors and um gave up the tying in winning run. I don't like to harp on things like that. You know, it could happen to anybody. <laughs> Sounds like and that. the <laughs> But it's an interesting story, like the story how, you know, you know, you make a mistake at the wrong time. It can the next day, you know, it has mm-hmm. a good gesture. They had him catch the first pitch. Yep. Game five and he dropped it. No way. I swear to God. Joey. Damn. I swear to God. You, That's brutal. You're a fucking dick. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Wait, I, I, do you feel you feel better? You feel better now? No, I'm just saying, like, this is a crazy <laughs> event. Bro, there's probably I mean Wait, was also, it a day game? Probably day game. Reflection. It could have been a bad pitch. It was probably a bad pitch. Well, it was probably a terrible throw. I mean, Let's be real. Was it you or another baseball YouTuber that did a video talking about like win probability added in the postseason? And like Brooks Conrad had like the like the worst of all time in a playoff game? Yeah, he no, he yeah, he had one of the worst. Was that you? Yeah. What was the video? How one play can ruin your entire life. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. I saw that one. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just Brooks Conrad that was the subject of the video, but it was. Uh, well, I know he strong... was featured in it. Listen, I came at it from a sympathetic view. I said, let these guys off the hook. I mean, freaking made a mistake. If you make a mistake in the worst time possible, you know, you, right. get, you get scapegoated. <laughs> There's tons of examples. I can respect. So let me ask you guys this though: Is Michael Conforto uh, like a like? Is that a is that a pivot? No, <laughs> because or or do the Giants now just need to take take a little personal, take a breather, regroup, and somehow communicate to their fan base what the plan is do they... there's no plan there's no pivot like they like the best free agents are off the market like now it's time to put on our tinfoil hats and wait for Shohei to become a free agent or maybe trade for him at the deadline <laughs> that's the next play you can't you can't be like all right guys sorry we missed on Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa but we did get Michael Conforto like woo like there's no way that that's oh, going to be I and feel like it's, it's weird that like this whole thing about the Giants is like people are like, why don't they get this player? It's like the Giants aren't one player away from no being contenders. Correct. No people are so Correct. dead set and like, that needs oh, they, to be noted. They fucked up by not getting Judge. No, and but then, stars attract. I wouldn't. I don't want to say stars attract stars, but stars do attract talent. Like if you well, had an Aaron Judge in place, I think that there would be other guys that. If they were sifting through three different similar offers, be like, yeah, I kind of want to go play with Aaron Judge. That'd be cool. Yeah. Look, and that's the only way you're going to get Shohei. Well, that's what stars do. What stars do are allow you to account for two positions or one and a half positions early on. And that's their primary position. And maybe you're lucky enough where, you know, you, you got a guy like Judge who can obviously cover center field. But you can stick him in a corner and know that he's going to be just fine. But the DH is also available. Correa, 
It's not like he's going to play anywhere else. Oh, he's headed to third base. So it's third base, DH. Now, that's what stars do. And if you don't have somebody that you can like build around over the next decade, which is what these contracts are now, and there's a lot of whisper about these contracts, like is this a way to circum circumvent the tax? Right? Is did you almost go circumcise there? No, circumvent. No, I, I, you I, pause I, at circum, and I didn't know if you were searching your brain for the word. Right? I, the I know tax, words. The tax is circumcised. Yeah, yeah, the ta- yeah, absolutely. The taxes, yeah. Well, in some cases, the tax is supersized, and in some cases, the tax is circumcised. And for better or worse, teams would like to circumcise the tax, most of them, anyway. So that's part of the whole lengthy blah 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 blah. Anyway, that's another conversation now. They just they got they they had to replace a star. Stars allow you some flexibility. They don't have that and maybe they feel like without that they're a ship without a rudder because these fans are used to because this is the hard pill for Giants fans to swallow now is you've been chirping and justifiably so you win three in a decade I get it I'm not taking anything away from you at all ton of respect but that energy you got to maintain because it's been a lot of big dick energy from Giants fans for a long time. And now you feel like you don't have many reasons to, to have that same kind of energy. That's tough. That's tough. You can't walk around with your chest out the way you have been because you've always been little brother, so to speak, in the Dodger Giant rivalry, at least recently. Jake, how about a voicemail? Another off-season watching this pinto bean-looking guy try to get players to come to San Francisco, a proud franchise with one of the greatest ballparks in the league and another huge stinking whiff. All the money in the world. Who do we get? Mitch Hanniger. Hey, we got him. Sean Manaya. Oh, I forgot about Whoa, that. Whoa, look out, Ross Stripling. It's great. Local guy. So excited to watch Ross Stripling throw five innings and give it up to God knows who in the bullpen. It's a quality start. What was once a proud franchise is now the laughing stock of the league. And the only significance we have is our manager, who's at some vegan tea shop right now with his rose hand tattoo <laughs> who Rodone probably wanted to punch in the face at the end. Another player we couldn't find. And we lose Correa because of some mystery back issue when old Stevie Cohen comes in and swoops on us. It's rough. I now know what an A's fan is like. And it sucks. Ooh. It sucks. What what the fuck? Later. Later. I mean, oh man, everyone was catching strays in that one. The A's fucking... caught some, gave Kapler's fucking 
uh, weirdo hand diet tat. and his hand tattoo. Yeah, that was it's, tough. I will that say tough. it's worse than the A's because, like, at least the A's, they have their best players. They get, like, prospects back. You're These guys that you don't – you never even had these players. No, 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 no. They're, <laughs> they're crying According about people to reports, they never had. I mean, look, buddy, Correa was, like, one foot in the limo on the way to the presser. And they're like, maybe you should swing by and get coffee, and we'll text you. I mean, how guess many? what? You're a Met. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wonder how many Korea jerseys they printed have been sold. Uh, that's yeah, that's what somebody was. I, I think I saw somewhere there's a Carlos Correa Giants jersey that was made up, ready to be worn today for the press conference. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Somewhere. Poor Ross Stripling, too. Good guy. Did we have we had him on the old show, right? Yeah. Old chicken strip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe we did. Um, Jake, how many total voicemails did we get from Giants fans? Uh, probably like 500. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get another one. <laughs> hey, man, I've been a Giants fan my whole life. Uh, I was one in Carlos Correa with the team. Uh, but maybe it's a blessing in disguise. You know, he wasn't all that healthy uh, with the Astros. Uh, so, you know, maybe paying him all that money and giving him the years that he would have wanted, uh, maybe it's going to backfire on New York and not us. You know, maybe we got the good end of it. Uh, you know, hopefully we can try to sign somebody else and find our franchise player. But other than that, you know, Carlos Correa, you know, hasn't been healthy for these past couple of years. You know, he had his last good healthy season. Uh, back in Houston, which was what 2021, uh, which was his pay, which was his contract year. Uh, but other than that, Carlos Correa, I mean, he's, he's been really uh, inconsistent as far as his health. Uh, he's a, he's a great player, don't get me wrong. Uh, but then, at, at the end of the day, it all matters about how you how you play on the field, how if you can you know keep your body healthy, and you know we'll see. You know, best of luck to him in New York. But at the end of the day, go Giants. That's a, that's a classy call. And, and that reminds me of the point that I wanted to make earlier. If you're a Giants fan listening to this, uh, which I'm assuming <clears throat> some, of, some of you probably, it, it still is too painful to listen to any Giants talk right now, but <clears throat> we're here to help you. Um, the one point that I wanted to make earlier, the butterfly effect is a real thing. And this is probably the closest, I guess, example since the A-Rod trade. The Texas Rangers were trading Alex Rodriguez to the Boston Red Sox for Manny Ramirez and John Lester, the left-handed pitching prospect by the name of John Lester. And then Nomar was going to the White Sox for Maglio Ordonez. Uh, And then that deal ended up falling through entirely. He ends up going to the Yankees. Breaking news. Breaking news. James McCann has been traded from the New York Mets to the Baltimore Orioles. Oh! Jeff Passan all over it. James McCann, which, by the way, uh, Mets fans fucking couldn't stand this guy. Lucas Giolito loved working with him. I don't know. like He sung his praises in Chicago. And then he went to the Mets, and Mets fans were like, get this fucking guy out of here. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Steve Cohen, what, what was uh, what was Mac do? 
What's uh, his deal? Yeah, that's a good question. I can find that out right now. Uh, for a player to be named later, this isn't even like a big deal. Adley Rushman. <laughs> good. You're Matt. James McCann. Was under contract for the next two years at twelve million per. So twenty-five mil. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Jake, another voicemail, please. On behalf of all Dodger Nation, I just want to say to Giant Nation out there. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Oh. oh, that hurts. That's a dagger. Damn. Giants fans, I wish I could have told you earmuffs. I didn't know that was coming. That was me. And I, we did, I did not pre-listen to these, so I didn't know that that was in there. However, this, this individual did tweet me before the show and said, um, that he was so loud on his call that his dog started barking. So that must have been the call. That hurts. Do, do names pop up on these, Jake? How does this work? Can you see like their names? I can just see their phone number. Okay. So I was going to say someone, while we were recording, someone DM'd me on Instagram and was like, you need to open up the phone lines. And I gave him the phone line. So I want to make sure that he gets on. But if, if we don't, I don't know his number. <clears throat> How about another one? It, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm calling Giants fan here, longtime Giants fan. I got to say, this is a long con by Farhan, whatever. Doesn't matter. Dude, that guy came from the Dodgers and the A's, and he knows exactly what he's doing to F us over. It's insane. It is insane. That guy, I can't, can't stand it. Those. The only icing on the cake is we re-signed Brandon Belt. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. You know what? There's a cliff. I'm about to jump. Might as well. Jeez. I don't know, Dallas. I mean, it sounds to me like these Giants fans are upset that, that this deal didn't happen. I, I, maybe, I'm, maybe you should have told no, your no, friends no, to no, fucking call in and leave a no. voicemail so we had another so, side to the perspective here. So let's let's go back to uh, the dude before this last voicemail. What I took mm-hmm. away from his whole spiel was the Dodger fan. No, not the Dodger. Oh, sorry, the guy before him, <laughs> not the maniacal okay. Dodger fan, just pissing in the faces of the Giants. The guy who was like, "Yo, we don't, you know, so we missed out on the franchise player." Like, that's the vibe. Yeah, that's the vibe. Yeah, and that's what I've yeah. been saying this whole time. Like, maybe maybe this is gonna blow up on the Mets. Yeah. Right, so which is why I brought up the A Rod thing because A Rod to Boston was a done deal, agreed upon. They had a con- they were the only reason why it fell through is because they were restructuring his contract to come to the Red Sox, and then Major League Baseball was like, "You can't do that because this guy has the biggest contract in baseball." Like we're trying to move the the market forward here to set the precedent for guys that come after him, so we're not we're not doing that. So the deal falls through. He goes to the Yankees, and the rest is history. The Red Sox win the World Series. The Yankees don't. So, um, maybe if you're the Giants, that's the silver lining is that Correa doesn't live up to well, that contract or there it, is it issues ha- with whatever. And It has to be. And that's where like the level of interest in a guy like Conforto 
and it, it sucks maybe to feel like he's catching strays here, but <clears throat> like, do you, do you commit to that? And if you see the lack of commitment there, then that's again, where the tinfoil hat comes on and you start to think as a fan base, all right, what's the next big move? And so naturally you like, you start to look at what the free agent market is going to look like next year. Shohei. Well, sounds like if they don't get Shohei, they need to shut down the franchise. Um, Jake, the next voicemail. please. Woke up today. And I think I would rather be an Oakland A's fan. What? At least Dallas' <laughs> franchise knows that they're a poverty franchise That's instead of acting like they aren't. They have to now talk us into Manaya and Mitch Hanniger being the face of the franchise. In an offseason where it was judge or bust, and then it was, we got Correa? Fuck Farhan. Send him off. Give him to the fucking A. This is ridiculous. Fuck this team. This is, this is still gone. This is everything. I- That's tough. I mean, this is everything I've been saying. Everything I've been saying. They're mad. <clears throat> they're angry. It's, and it's, mad, it's because they don't have their franchise guy. It was a, we'd love to have Judge. Great. Okay. We'll take Correa because he's not a bad player. Whether we like him or not, for 13 years, we can fucking learn to love him. And. Okay, so he's gone. Well, uh, in the meantime, any other sort of option is gone. Well, what are we doing? Hmm. And that's where they're at. That's where they're at. It's too bad. It's tough. I don't are like. You, to- are you are you going to blame <clears throat> Farhan Farhan for this though, or is this? I feel like this is probably more. Well, this is ownership. here's here so. Let's. You got to ask. Is it a matter of a uh, financial gap? Is that what's held them back from being competitive? Doesn't seem like it, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's not a financial hurdle, then that I don't want to say absolves ownership. But if you're going to fire arrows as a fan. And you've been financially competitive, then where do you aim your arrows? Because you've got to gripe with somebody as to why you're not landing people. And if you're financially competitive, then you want answers as to why you haven't been able to attain the brass ring. Why have not we why haven't we been able to land them? What is going on? Maybe I just misread the situation. Jake? Honestly, the, the whole... What, what are we doing in San Francisco? What is Farhan doing? What has Farhan actually brought to the Giants? What, what, what is he doing? It, it's fucking pathetic. Is that it? <laughs> he just had to get that off his chest. He looks like a pinto bean. I mean, I, I get it. What is is that? What, yeah, that what was, was that? About? Like, I don't. 
That's what he looks like. I, yeah, those are wild. I don't even understand. It's disrespectful. Um, yeah, I mean Dallas. That's your that's your boy, right? Can you I mean, can you get him on here to to I, answer for these crimes? Uh, you know, what's funny is I'm gonna see. I'll probably see him sooner rather than later. Just yeah, for some stuff that we do for NBC. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine okay. that his phone has probably been buzzing. Yeah. Because what was the giant That's why, statement? Like, 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 we need to do that. Read the official statement from the Giants. Okay. Like, get that right now for you. Because you can get Giants. all of the feedback. You can get all of the rumors. You can get all the... This is what the Giants had to say in response to not having landed Carlos Correa and finding out the New York Mets Here it is. now have Carlos Correa. San Francisco Giants released this statement from Farhan Zaidi. Quote, Well, we are prohibited from disclosing confidential medical information, Hip- as Scott Boris stated publicly. <clears throat> there was a difference of opinion over the results of Carlos's physical examination. We wish Carlos the best. That's it. That's a, what we saw and what you think we're seeing are two very different things. And we're just, we can't even have this conversation anymore. Yeah. And, and that's why wow. like, the, the Mets, the Mets are paying 19 million of the remaining 24 million in James McCann's contract. They just gave him away. They're like, we're going to pay you. The Mets can literally do whatever they want. So not only do they have a five hundred million dollar payroll, but now they're contributing to other teams' payrolls. Yeah, they still can't win the NL East. Damn, that's what they can't do. Well, they're sure gearing up to do so. They're gonna try their best. They've bought themselves a window. Yeah, I mean they 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 got a window, but they're looking to just. Set apple pie after apple pie on that window seal, Joey. Mm-hmm. How about, how about another voicemail? Poor Giants. Jared, this is Ryan. I'm a huge San Francisco Giants fan. I live in SF. Okay. So, Aaron Judge. No San Francisco Giants fans thought we were getting Aaron Judge. Like, I was always singing New York. So, no one believed, no one believed the arson judge nonsense for a moment. Um, Carlos Correa, okay, like, I'm not going to get into the 2017 Astros, you know, team you just nonsense. Did. You just did. But, yeah, you know, yep. having him would have been nice, huh. but ultimately the Giants had a chance to get him. He didn't pass the physical. So, you know, we can't get mad at the team yet until we know more about that. And ultimately, I think I think for all Giants fans, is we're really going for Shohei Otani, and now we can pay him like 50 million bucks a year. And that's the guy we want in the clubhouse. There you go. So <laughs> everything that guy just said pointed towards Carlos Correa not, not being fit for the culture and them wanting to stockpile to land Shohei Otani, not only because he's a talent, but he's a guy that he'd like in the clubhouse. Hmm. He, he's, he is going to be the dude who just does 
things every day that you're like human beings can't do that well how the well he he's like one of the rare like coming to know players throughout the league you know that like you'd like to think when you're a kid you'd like to think that all these dudes do is baseball and like that's all they care about and that's their whole life they have plenty on their plate outside of baseball i don't know if that's the case for shohei so he being like, hey, he lead by example, right? Like le- having like a lead by example with Shohei. It's like, uh, so you're saying I can't have like a family, like I can't like play video games, like I can't have any interests or hobbies or whatever. Like Shohei is just fucking baseball. Like that is it. Like we don't so, need to, we don't need to turn it into a Shohei blowfest. I'm more than willing to, but like that's just that's the yeah. You can hear it in the in the Giants fan voice. They I need hear a guy. Go- they need a pillar. They know Shohei fits. Well, up. I will say this to this guy who, uh, great call. If you had thought, if you if you were like, oh, there's no way we're going to get Aaron Judge. That was bullcrap. Like, why do you think you can get Shohei? I, apples and oranges. Like, Shohei, I think the, genuinely, what I was literally about to say before you said that was the thing that I'm most excited about the Shohei sweepstakes is that I genuinely don't know where he's going to end up. Like I would, I would probably air towards the Western coast. And, but even then I I don't, I can't say that for sure. But with judge, we knew it was going to be the Yankees or the giants. And we knew that he had a preference for the Yankees. So there was no real excitement there. I think the giants had a chance, but with Shohei, I'm, I genuinely don't know like what what he would possibly what's, be leaning towards like what is he looking for this time what's around the does let's he just, let's value go, money let's go, and- well right let's go proximity to home how far is it from new york to i already Japan? had that take see that's what, what i said like I, i'm my take <laughs> was the the players that come from japan to play in major league baseball mm-hmm. and all we hear mm-hmm. about is well, they want to play in Seattle or they want to play on the West Coast because it's closer to Japan. How many fucking players from Japan are just taking a weekend off to go back to Japan to like hang out with the, the family? Like, it, why does it matter geographically? It's, like, at, at the end of the year, like, what if your schedule finishes in Boston? It's like, okay, it's about, you the, still convenience have to of, it's, it's about the convenience for your family of your to get camp back. operating. Yes, getting back and forth. If you have, like, culturally, you got to understand, dude, like, you know, the elderly are revered in the Japanese culture, in Asian culture in general. Yeah. In our culture, we shit on old people for whatever reason, and it's disgusting. But that's not how it goes everywhere in the world. So you absolutely break your back to take care of your family. And Shoyo Tani, for all accounts, by all accounts, excuse me, is- Does his family dude. live in the States or no? I, I'm I I couldn't assume one way or the other. I, I would believe that yeah, his wife and or his girlfriend or significant other, whatever is yeah. Mm, he have is, one. That's the thing. Like we, I don't know. We like as a society, as as a baseball community, we don't really know shit about the guy other than he's amazing at baseball. Uh, dude, you don't become the best player in the world of history <clears throat> by fucking talking to girls. That's <laughs> yeah. So this is not how that works. Though, but that's a, yeah, that's a thing. Like we want to, you know, hey. Do we want to be yeah. close? Do we want but to make sure I, I, that because- I think <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. But the Shohei sweepstakes are going to be fascinating because I think it's obvious where he's going. No offense 
to anybody else. The Dodgers? It's the Dodgers. It's Ellie. Maybe. Why they haven't spent be. shit? Dude, they're saving up. They're they're just telling him like it would make a lot of sense, dude. <laughs> it makes it would make a lot of sense. You, we're going to offer you the best package possible. You can stay in LA, have all the comforts Everything. of what you got going on. I mean, they could be a player, but again, because that's that's perennial contender with him or without him, right? This is kind of what it feels like. Now the Dodgers have to do a lot to be able to hold on to that title. Feels like they're gonna. He likes that. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely in play. Mm. But I like the idea we'll of a, of just a rogue franchise coming through. <laughs> I the hate that. Royals. Show like, you know where we start you are a Diamondback. I, yeah. Why do you want that? You just want another Angel situation. You would want another Trout. Show not really obviously i just i think it'd be you know it'd be it's just a conversation piece like like wow the royals like i said they they want to move closer to downtown and so they signed Shohei otani for the next 15 years because at some point in time they want to park his ass in that ballpark they want to bring fans they want i i know that's as Shohei otani is the face of the las vegas athletic it's those that's not even a team it's the aviators silly goose right mm-hmm. the las vegas athletics they've the got Aiders. shohei otani they've been saving for the last 40 <laughs> years to be able to afford shohei's contract maybe and it's the montreal maybe it's the montreal expos quick how far from canada how far from Japan is Canada? Got to feel like it's closer, right? Farther up north. All right. I'm going to go Maybe not uh, Montreal. Montreal to Okinawa. Is that, is that where he's from? No. No. Where the it fuck says fuck? 35 minutes. There's no way. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> is there an Okinawa in fucking Canada? There's got to be. <laughs> no, are you sure yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's an... There's an Okinawa in Quebec. Stop it. All right. So Montreal, I swear to God, Montreal, oh, the odds. Canada to Okinawa, Japan. There you go. Uh, oh, man, you're flying for over a day. One day plus 16 hours. There's no way that the two day flight. Because where's Montreal? Like fucking northeast, right? I have no idea right now. What's the capital of Japan? Japan's a country. Yeah, there's capitals of countries. <laughs> True. You're the worst. Uh, if I ever said that, if I ever said that, I'd never hear uh, the end of it. What are you talking about? What's uh, the capital yeah. of Japan? Capital of Japan is oh Tokyo. Duh, you fucking idiot! You went there. You're an I know, idiot. But you, got, you, you've been, you had you fucking threw me off with the Okinawa in Canada. Like I've been reeling since. I don't I know why that. I went Okinawa out of all the places in Japan. Yeah. I could have. Well, I could have chosen. And the fact that like Joe it's didn't speak Tokyo. up there and be like, "Dog, Tokyo, dude." 
I zoned yeah, out. Man. I have to Tokyo, so Japan to Montreal. Go pee. Go pee for Christ's sake. Quebec. I can't pee. I'm talking Shohei. We're searching for Shohei right now. Come on. Searching for Shohei. Uh, Tokyo, Japan to Montreal, Quebec, Canada. That flight, if you fly on Air Canada, 11 hours, 55 minutes, you're going to have a 12-hour trip there. It really depends on the airline. So, yeah, there's, there's somewhere. No, a nonstop flight, you get there in 12 hours. To Montreal? Yeah. If you fly, you can fly Swiss and get there in 41 hours and five minutes. Ooh, you can fly United. 16 hours. Yeah. So about a half a day if you can fly nonstop. So we, we got Shohei signing with the Expos. Yeah. Show, okay. Shohei and, and Shohei and UP and Ipe. Dude, no, they'll probably make it a fucking expansion team for them. If they're smart, they really want to market their stars. Let's make a Shohei team in Montreal. I like that. All right. One more, one more voicemail and uh, we'll get Joey's farewell to Danzy Swanson. And we'll get the fuck out of here. It's not easy being a Giants fan, but it's still a hell of a lot easier than being a fucking Oakland fan. Suck on that, Dallas. Yeah, you know, oh, fucking just, damn, dude. I don't. What did I? Shots. Fine. What did I do to Giants fans? What did I do to Giants fans? You absolutely uh, tortured them two years ago. No. You insulted them. What the, yes, you did. Yes, you did. What they're angry about is they're finding out that they just may not have been the dynasty that they fancied themselves. That's not oh to say that God, the success is false. Three World Series in I five mean, years. dude. There's no, exactly. There's no denying <laughs> that success. None. But uh-huh. now it's like, hey, you went from being competitive for stars to not, to not landing any of them. And now you're starting to cannibalize and you're, you're, you're crying for the front office's heads. Like, it's just, it's a bad, so like folks are wanting to take long walks off cliffs. There's, there's a lot of cliffs out there too. Call, San Francisco, I don't want to see that. No doubt. Like and if you're picking on the A's. It's bad. It and exactly. They, what do they do? Naturally, they turn across the bay. That's fine. That's fine. The day of reckoning is coming. Um, Joseph if you would be so kind as to uh, give us some some farewell thoughts to World Series champion home home, not homegrown but hometown boy Dansby Swanson as he uh, departs from the Atlanta Braves and heads on over to the, the Windy City to join the Chicago Cubs yeah, man, Danzy Danzy's a great player and he won the World Series. Should shouldn't have got married. They kind of ruined <laughs> it for us. I mean, I mean it's same same married. mistake. He made the same mistake as Freddie. You know, once you start mm-hmm. talking families, going down that route, you know, yep. prioritizing loved ones over the team. We can't have that. And we're not gonna win that way. So 
it's the F is the F is for franchise. The F is not for family. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we should have seen it coming. We did see it coming. We all called it. Yep. Yep. We all called it. Cubs, uh, shout out to you and I, Joey. 200 milli. Didn't think he'd quite get there. 177. Is that correct, Jared? 177? Yes. Se- yep. Seven years, 177. Seven for 177. Good shit, dude. Good for him. Good shit. Great Good for shit. him. Yeah. He's a beast now. And, you know, his wife plays soccer there. They're going to fucking oh, it's, take it's over got, the city. It's got, yeah, it's got to see. F, F is for family in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Not my franchise, but I like it for them. Bob Nightingale tweeted catcher Brian McCann, who spoke to Orioles uh, GM Mike <laughs> Elias, is thrilled for a new start. Well, he'll be backup catcher and play about 80 games. Brian McCann. <laughs> Do it, Mac. Catching and out in Georgia all at the same time. How old is he now, Brian McCann? He is 38. I mean, he can still do it. He can still do it. Fuck, man. the Red Sox just paid 38 year old Justin Turner. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that. No, it, yeah. <clears throat> I don't have anything to say about that. That was weird. The JD contract. What? I mean, what? The... Wow. Is he, is he not? Is he not good? Is he not worth it? 10 million was, seems like nothing. I'm like it is nice how that can happen. Like it is how nothing. Justin Turner can make so much more than him. <laughs> so Kevin Gossman tweeted There's a fine line between dipping an Oreo for the perfect amount of time or having it break off into the milk. Sometimes in life, you got to take risks and be able to live with the consequences. Do we believe that tweet to be about an Oreo? Hmm. You have to read that again. I have no idea what the fuck. (laughs) Say it again. The only reason... The only reason I even read that is because I was just thumbing through Twitter here and the man that we were talking about, Alex Pavlovich, uh, had quote tweeted that tweet with just a, like a, a curious face emoji. And the tweet from Kevin Gossman is, there is a fine line between dipping an Oreo for the perfect amount of time or having it break off into the milk. Sometimes in life, you got to take risks and be able to live with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Joey, thoughts? Yeah, he thinks that the that the Giants should have stuck with their guns on Correa. Sounds like it. And, and uh, Logan Webb, Giants stud, the fucking Web Slinger, responded to that tweet with a. <clears throat> Will Farrell gif. Can I get an amen from Anchorman? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what if an overly strong masseuse already damaged <laughs> that cookie? Yeah, that's a great response. 
yeah, so you know, I, I mean, that's it's just players in support of you know guys getting paid. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, which is interesting because I feel like um maybe players wouldn't have been so in defense of Carlos Correa not that long ago. Nature is yeah. healing. Players well, are was, standing up for Carlos Correa now. That was their teammate for three days. They built a bond, baby. They're probably texting Well, Gosman's not with the Giants anymore. Gosman okay, is with the sorry. Blue Jays. Fuck him. Yeah. And the Blue Jays <laughs> did respond. <laughs> for doing that. To the, well, Logan geez. Webb is, and they probably were in a group chat or something. I would probably, you think they mm. had to him to a group chat and they had to delete him awkwardly? Maybe. Well, yeah, like he I could see that. He started following a bunch of Giants players. He had the Giants banner like in his Twitter and then yeah, he did gone. So do you think the Met, does he have the Met stuff up there yet? He might might have learned Not his yet. lesson. No, he started yeah, like, he's you know probably- what? We're going to go ahead and pump the brakes here. No reason to be a Met and a Giant and neither in the same day. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Well, Joe, sorry you saw Dansby walk. Clearly, this signals that uh, there's confidence in youngster behind him, right? Yeah, man. I just watched the video of uh, Grissom and uh, Michael Harris. They're bowling. They're bowling. The boys are hanging out. No, they're they're fucking hitting strikes, hitting three hundreds, bonding, young. Um. Bachelors. That's the type of player I like. A young bachelor. Young, single. <laughs> F, just a home wrecker, not a home builder. Yeah, man. I don't, yeah. <laughs> no disrespect to Dan. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. It's okay. Well, you'll be all right. Giants fans hang in there. It's a tough one, but you'll bounce back. Look, it's a uh well, it's an odd year too. It's gonna be twenty twenty three. Sorry, I tried. I was thinking of you. But uh, you know, one thing I'll say is Giants fans in years where nobody, absolutely nobody, nobody that put the team together, nobody on the team in those types of years where nobody saw success, you did. Remember that. And remember Mm. what those 107 wins got you. Because that's right around the corner. I hate to to be an arson judge who's setting (laughs) fire to the pain. I'm. I don't want to be that guy. Okay, well, you're I'm right. just spitting facts. Giants fans, I love you. Hang in there. No, he just lying. Is that all we got? Yeah. We out. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.